0: Okay, you guys. Hi, everybody. Hi, Eloeleros. How are you? Yeah, me again, Rachel La Loca. And this is the part of the show where we, this time around, I'm going to say have a conversation with someone amazing because <laughs> I I wouldn't say that this is like an interview per se, although I have a lot of questions and I know I'm going to have a lot of questions after what he talks about. So I want to like introduce this as somewhat of a, a titled piece. We like to call Pesante's Picks. No, 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 Ramon Pesante is in the mother heaven building, yo. Yes. Thank you, thank you. We got there or not? They're gonna be his picks. You're All gonna right. have to tune in to see what makes the list. I'm so I'm too excited. I'm gonna go on mute. I'm
1: too excited. Yeah. No, no, yeah, definitely, yeah. uh Pasante picks. We just came up with that. This is amazing. You know. All right. See, let me tell you something. Ten years ago, a pick from Pasante would have been something else. Oh. But- <laughs> oh, <Hey>. oh, oh. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> but we're, That's but, great. We're, but it's, I'm 43 now. I'm too old to be doing those things. But uh, I'm not, you're never too old to watch movies. And this is you where box. we really just, you know, look, we're reflecting on what happened in 2022. You know, mm. a lot of good, a lot of bad, a lot yeah. of, you know, but the one thing that I think that always brings us all together. Is movies, you know? Yep. I, I mean, and, Aww, and I, and I'm, I'm yeah. very, and that's what I I love, and this is why I ignore the news now, and I just watch movies and TV shows and cartoons and YouTube stuff about movies, you know? And, I love that. Yeah, and so I'm just always excited when people talk to me about, you know, this Frank, like when we talk.
2: Of course, hey man. Rachel,
1: the moment you guys ask me about a movie, I'm, I'm not like, "Oh, it was alright." I'm like, "You no. light up, you, you illuminate." Light up. I light up like because it's a like a bulb. Let's yeah. talk about something that we all can just say we saw and we hated, we liked, we whatever, you know. So yeah, I have a list of movies. You know, originally I had five movies that I like, but it's really hard. It's really hard. Uh, so I, I, you know, it's a little more than five. I'm not saying it's like, uh, beyond that. But these, okay. these are like these are the movies that I was like, wow, this is great, especially in a time now where we have to say that the movies haven't been as great as they used to be. We can agree Ooh. on that, right? Is that it, is
2: that is that because of the is, is that cause of the pandemic, maybe?
1: Um no. I think that we haven't had <laughs> rewatchable movies that we can sit with in a long time. I mean, yes, the pandemic did add to that. You know, uh, I feel like, you know, uh, in 2019, there was end game. There was so many exciting blockbuster movies out uh, that were like, this is great. But like, honestly, even before, you know, and I love superhero movies, I do. But I I will say that, you know, um, you know, Hollywood has switch their focus and they just focus on what's the most profitable and and safe it's like a safe bet it's like when you're on robin hood right and you're looking and then you're going okay who am i gonna invest in all right well i'm gonna invest in disney because disney's dope disney's always gonna do great people go to the theme parks they come out with great cartoons kids love disney 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 so you have to think about hollywood thinks like that Thinks like, oh, but you know what? Everybody knows Spider Man, so we're gonna make a Spider Man movie because we know that that is an IP. We've got big names. This is that's a win. And you have to understand something: when you have like a big blockbuster Hollywood movie with IP and big names, and if it fails, no one loses their job. But if you take, if you make a bet on a movie that's different, that's go, that's swinging for the fences, uh. But it's not an IP or doesn't have those guaranteed things. People lose their jobs.
2: Mm. It's easier for right.
1: people to go. Look, man. Look, I had The Rock. Is a decent. We had Henry Cavill came in the movie, and this. How can we lose? So people are like, okay, right. okay, you can keep your job mm. because, yeah, because The Rock is the biggest movie star in the world, right? So yeah, that makes wow. sense. So that's how Hollywood thinks. They think safe. Uh, but in twenty. 20- 22 It seems like those grown folks movies that we used to love, right? Like think about think about the that movie Whiplash. How great was Whiplash? And they did La La Land, same director did La La Land. He came oh. out with a movie called Babylon that nobody went to see. Uh think about uh David O Russell. David O Russell did American Hustle. He did uh, uh um uh Silver Lining Playbook. Uh, Three Kings, movies that you're like, yo, I love that movie. i go back and see it anytime. Anytime, you know, whenever. He came out with a movie called Amsterdam, tanked, with tanked. Mm. Like, so like you have all these movies that are like trying to be, trying to still deliver things to, you know, the people that take movies very seriously and they're becoming duds. You know what I'm saying? So right. I want to, this list that I have is not only the reflection of that, but, you know, what could be coming in the future as far as mm. movie-going experience.
0: Your so, perspective um, is really, your perspective is impressive, I have to say. Oh, thank you. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> right, Frank? It goes I beyond. I haven't, I haven't
2: said a word, Rachel. When I I'm mean, quiet and you're quiet, it must be I'm something super good. super
0: quiet. Yeah. I mean, I love hearing you talk, Ramon. You thank give you. very interesting perspective. Well, listen, yeah. we got
1: to pay attention. And I, I pay attention to this. Ask me about anything else. Mm-hmm. I don't know, any, but this I know a lot about because I sit, I watch. Should Frank and I sidebar and play a game of
0: chess or something while you do this? You want to <laughs> no, take over the podcast? You, no, I want you guys, I want you
1: guys just to take be take over engaged. the show. Just, no, you can no, have no, no.
0: it. Here, <laughs> take it. Yeah,
1: just take it off, Mom. Take it off. Just, take, just, here, just you know, take take it off. But, you know, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but.
0: Um, I can't I wanted, wait. I
1: can't uh, well, wait. Well, first off, first off. I wanna ask you guys, what movies have you seen
0: liking? Hmm. Really hard. Um uh probably kids stuff. Um was it Toy Story that came out this year? No, it wasn't was... Oh but but light uh, Lightyear came out this year. That's it. We went to go see that. Oh, and the Minions movie was fantastic. Didn't another... Yeah, that was... Oh, let me tell you. That was a really memorable experience. And I'll tell you why I've said this before on the podcast. I really appreciate when there's entertainment for everyone in the room, for everyone in the theater. And I think the Minions movies do that really well, where they like cater to the adults that are there with the children watching the film. So there's some secrets written into the script or, you know, written in there that I think are just for us so has me paying attention to all the Minion movies word for word even down to when the Minions speak because you know they speak their language but yo that ass, this last Minions movie had mad Spanish I was paying mm. attention I was like this is them Ramon's talking about it earlier catering to what sells what's in the market and who's in the movie theater Latinos are in the movie theaters I understood everything the Minions was saying Right. I feel like I speak Minion now there was a lot of Spanish words anyway so Frank. I want to
2: say, yeah, oh, Frank, yeah, go ahead. What movie? Well, I want to be honest with you guys. I, I always say this to Rachel. I think I watched so much MTV. I cut school, like, through junior high school, and I watched so much MTV and saw so many movies that I've stopped going to the movie theater, and I'm 51, I fall asleep. Oh, so I'm gonna be honest my with you. God. I haven't been to a movie theater in a lot, a lot of years. At least years. he's well, honest. Well, no, not he's just honest. in the
1: movies, like has a movie you've seen at home streaming, because my list does include a streaming.
2: Okay, I'm am I'ma oh, tell you the only I'm gonna tell you the only I'ma tell you the only series that I've watched in over ten years and that's Manhunter on Netflix. I was oh, Manhunter I, is a great the, show. Once I, I I haven't, I haven't I binge watched it right through. David Fincher. It hasn't and I'm very picky because I'm in the industry and I catch on to things and I, I tend to stop looking after a while. If it doesn't catch my attention, I just drop off. You know why?
1: This is what happens. This is now what happens. You're watching something and this is what happens.
2: Look. Yes, you're right. Thank you. <laughs> Terrible. Thank you. I tell that Terrible. to people in the laptop. Terrible. In the laptop. Oh, thank you. Uh,
0: right. You can't. Right. You can't. Thank you, Ramon. You know why no movie. one says that?
2: And yeah. I tell it to everybody. Ramon just put his phone up. I, I, you know, I think now people have a habit of watching, and are, we have ADD, you and can't we watch something. I, I watch something on TV, and the phone comes up or the laptop, and it takes away my attention. So if it doesn't yeah. grab me, like really, really grab me by by the by the you know by the shirt, it doesn't really grab me. So I have an issue like really focusing on watching a film. That's but yeah. I love Something, watching yeah. I love watching The Godfather and old films from back then that you yeah. could just sit down and watch a whole film like three, two, two and a half hours to three hours. Yes.
1: Yeah. Listen, there's a oh. lot of movies that I wanted to add. There's a lot of movies I wanted to add, but I, you know, I had to, you know, really, you know, like hunker down go, what's stuck with me? What's mm, stuck with me? That's really, down. yeah. that's a
0: good phrase. So,
1: but, and what made me go like this? <laughs> 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 well, that's a good I filter. Know, yeah. What made Great me filter. put my phone down, face down, and go, I'm not touching it? Wait, that's Ooh. the good challenge. Good filter. That's yeah. the challenge. Uh like so okay. So the first movie on my list, right?
2: Right. Uh, Drum okay.
1: roll. Brrr. Hey, 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 hey. Everything, everywhere, all at once. It's an indie film that went into the movies that was a surprise hit that no one saw coming. You know? Okay. Um, I thought Jamie Lou Curtis on a, on, 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 on doing high kicks and, and and doing these like big kung fu moves, uh, you know, and I just thought that they took a lot of this stuff, right? And, and also what was great about it is that it came out in the time where Spider-Man No Way Home came out. Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness came out. It was the timing of it. It was about multiversing. Right, multiverse, which oh, is... Oh,
2: man, I'm big on that. I'm right. big on that, Ramon, you know that. Right. I want to so, get in the multiverse one day. I want to go there.
1: Yeah, no, Cute. you are there. You are there, Frank. Ooh, you are okay. there, but you just don't okay. know it. Okay, you're... you. <laughs> <I like that. laughs> but so everywhere, anything everywhere, all at once was live Kung Fu, and there was a lot of, like, interesting Kung Fu stuff that they took, but they brought back from the old Kung Fu days, and they brought it into this live feature film and they did it all in one, like mainly most of the film was shot in this one building. So it's like, I I can always like look at a film and go, wow, they made this for how many million dollars? They made this for what? Two, three, four million dollars. And now the movie is made over a hundred million dollars in the movies. You know what I mean? That's a success. Mm -hmm. It contextualized Asian culture right? It didn't, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It, uh, you know, the Kung Fu culture, right? Right. And they just really brought it back to the basics, and I really love that about that film. You know what I mean? So, Ramon,
2: these, like ch- these, these are like the films from, like, back in the days, the Kung Fu films, like, yeah. Uh, Drunken Yeah, they just Master, take, right. You know?
1: Yeah, they take all of that, and they and they bring it in this new movie, and you know who comes back? Do you remember who? Data? Do you remember Data from Goonies? He was oh! also... Yes! Yes! Of course! They brought him back. And my man was doing Kung Fu with a, with a, with with a fanny pack. Like it was, (laughs) like it was, like it was nunchucks. You know what I mean? It was like, this is what, this was like, it was great callback, great script. Uh, Wow, Highly recommend this film. Sit with it, put the phone down and just, and it's multiverse done in a way where it didn't, it didn't need Marvel money to do it.
2: Wow! By by the way, Goonies is uh, one of Jamie's uh, top five films of all time. It's a phenomenal movie. It's a
1: phenomenal movie. Yeah, yeah, you
2: have to go see it for sure.
1: Yeah. All right, next film.
2: Mm. Nope. Jordan Peele's Nope. Have you
1: seen that movie yet?
2: Listen, I haven't seen that movie, but conspiracy theorists are saying that that movie is about clouds and UFOs hiding in clouds. Yes. And listen... Listen, listen. I, I, I'm not gonna. I, Rachel knows this. Rachel knows this about me. I have a story that I need to tell, and it's not for this podcast. <laughs> but me and some people saw something in a cloud many years ago. Oh and I'm man, not gonna go I into can't wait it. to see it. So, Ramon, tell me about. This. Please, please tell me about this film. I'm gonna freak so, out. So,
1: what I love about Nope is that Jordan Peele gives every character in their film a purpose. They have a backstory. Mm-hmm. You know, when you watch a movie, you have the main character, and it's all about them. This is a film where every character has a purpose to the greater, the greater story, you know, the big story, right? Which is, of mm-hmm. course, that you, you've got this. I'm, I, I don't want to give anything away, but you've got this yeah, 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 yeah. round object that's floating around past the clouds. But it starts off, but the film starts off very like where it's kind of off putting, where we see it, it. Oh, I'll tell you what it opens it opens to a television show where a monkey has just massacred a cast member because it was a sitcom with a monkey in it and the monkey just went nuts. Mm. And and kill like nearly killed this little girl. And it's like, what does that have to do with flying saucers? (laughs) You watch the film and you watch, and you really get into it. This is craftsmanship. This is character craftsmanship and story structure that I I just really enjoy. But I love Jordan Peele and I love that he is one of the few directors that are able to come up with an original idea and is able to get greenlit because people, Mm. original things don't get greenlit anymore. It's not an IP. Jordan Peele is the IP, and that's why he's able right. to do it. You know, and this is not Get Peele. Out. This is this no. is Jordan Peele. Called, right, didn't right, right. He... he did Get From Out. Get and Out. Then he, right. He did Get Out, and then he did Us, and now Nope. And and again, and and I really don't like when people go Nope. Oh, it was as good as Get Out? It wasn't. Was... I'm like, don't do that. Nobody go. Nobody watches a Spielberg movie and go, "Was it as good as Jaws?" No. So don't do that to Jordan Peele. But. I think Nope is definitely worth sitting through. Another cool trick that they did in this film, they shot these night scenes in the daytime and then edit. They they darkened it. They probably use like these like um these like filters on the camera to make sure that it felt like nighttime. So there'll be times when they're at nighttime, but there's other times when it's daytime, but shot but altered and edit that it's nighttime. So I challenge you to go and see when one of those moments that they do that because it was it was wow. amazing. So I love you. this that out. Yes. I
0: love this so much. I just have to say like you know shout out to the craftsmanship in writing a script and when you put so much thought in you're right like and the reason why I bring out Bring up Get Out is like Jordan Peele's style has proven to be so layered that you must watch everything, hear every word. I'm sure you didn't pick up your phone during this film, right? No, oh. nope. Well, I was in the
2: movie, so my
1: phone was down anyway. So, I
2: awesome. oh, got think. a question for you. Yes, I got a question for you. Get Out and Nope. Does it? Ha- I know Get Out had that racial that racial layer. Does Nope have have that? And I think Jordan Peele's and he's a he's a genius for that. It's
1: really The racial theme is not as, uh, is not uh, in the front of this film like Get Out was. And it's, this is not a black film though. This is a film. Mm. You know what I mean? And I think that people like to throw it, it, uh, Jordan Peele's film. Of course, Jordan Peele doesn't mind calling his film a black film. He's like, F you, it's a black film. But it's like, no, this is a film. You don't need to compartmentalize this. It's a thriller. It's a thriller horror movie. And it was good. You know what I mean? And and I will say this, and I think this is what I pay attention to most, is that filmmakers care about your experience in the theater. And that is the only thing that we have left, is you're thinking about what the person is experiencing in the theater. And that's what's keeping... That is your only lifeline to keep people going to the movies, is you care about their experience, yeah. Question.
0: I'm not trying to interrupt Pesante's picks. Do you think filmmakers should start thinking about the at-home experience as well, just given the trends of films being consumed at home Mm. now? Yes,
1: but the thing is, is that you don't know how people watch movies at home. People have their own little personal theaters, but you know, you have people that like to watch movies with their phone on. People like to watch That's stuff when they're I mean. cooking in the kitchen or playing with their kids, or they just throw a movie on to keep the kids quiet. You don't know. Mm. But at least when you're in the movies... But yes, of course, you have to consider, you know, you have to consider how people are receiving this. It's very important to think that way. Um, you're making us yeah.
0: think here. That's why mm-hmm. I, I ask. Like, yeah. And wow. as a filmmaker, which you are, you know... I think that's really interesting as criteria, as a filter, like how are the people consuming this content, you know, in a movie theater, you know, and but nowadays and even us as podcasters, I think we have to challenge ourselves into formulating the content to be consumed. In the variety of ways that 2023 will allow. And maybe just thinking about each different experience and what we as content creators could do to cater to the attention span, the situation. Are you on a couch? Are you in your bed? Like, you know, when you're on mobile, you're consuming movies and social media, wherever the hell your phone is. So anyway, I digress, but this is really stimulating conversation. Ramon Pesante, I knew it was going to get deep like this. I don't want what? it to get too deep. Look at <laughs> look at what time it is, guys. I I'm got just you. Saying. I got you. All right, all right.
1: Ooh. Check the time. Right, we're gonna speed this up. All right. The next it's fascinating. movie. fascinating. It's fascinating. Top gun Ma- <laughs> Top Gun <laughs> Maverick. Top oh. gun maverick. I can't okay. freaking believe they did this. I thought this was gonna tank. But again, <laughs> Tom Cruise cares about the movie experience. So my man Ooh. was in the jet. They were in jets. Mm. They were they were in Ooh. all types of jets. They all this stuff was real. For the most part, like maybe like 10% of the film had some CG right. in it. Hold but
2: on, hold on. Val Kilmore's voice wasn't real, I heard. I heard that Val Kilmer's voice was brought in. Right, That's right. the only thing that I heard right. wasn't real. I, I
1: believe that was his son's voice, in fact. Oh, oh. I didn't know that. Okay, okay. His son did it for, Because his son narrated his voice uh, for uh, his documentary on Amazon Prime because he has throat cancer. Mm. But yes. Oh, bendito. But, but Tom Cruise, he cares about the movie experience. You're going to spend... Thirty dollars to sit in a movie th- in a dark room, you're gonna have the best time of your life. And if you do, if you haven't seen Top Gun, unfortunately it's too late. But if you want to go see a great movie, have a great movie experience, like Frank, if they bring a movie that you're like, I really want to see this because it's a big blast, blockbuster film. Go to the AMC IMAX theater in Lincoln Square.
0: Oh,
2: mm. yeah, good tip. Yeah,
0: be- okay. Best theater I agree. in the
1: city, the whole city. All right, next film. Let me write film. this
0: down. AMC, Woo! Lincoln Square, Yes, IMX, nice. Okay?
1: The next film is called Prey. Prey. Yep. Do you know? Did you hear, Prey is basically a... Remember the
2: Predators, the Predator movies? Yes. Right, yes. okay. Yes, I saw, I saw a picture of it. Wow, right. I look crazy, man. It yeah, came I saw out a
0: picture on, of it, too.
1: It came out on Hulu. It didn't go in the movies. I don't know why. But what well, I think is because... Disney, when they bought 20th Century Fox, that was one of the the franchises that they brought in. And I think Prey was already in production when Disney finished purchasing Fox. So they were like, what are we gonna do with this? And they go, put it on as, as an original film on Hulu. What I love about Prey is it's about Native American, a Native American going up against a predator. And it's literally this Native American girl with her with her bow and arrow and her dog against a predator. And it was amazing. And what well, the best part is that the colonizers, the imperialists, they get ripped apart by the predator. It was amazing. Wow. Finally. Finally. Oh.
2: Yes. Moment.
1: So, yes. So you can see that at home, Hulu. What? Phone down. But you enjoy okay. it. You yeah. enjoy it, and it's like it's just literally it's just the story because they came out with a bunch of predator movies that just wasn't it. They kept trying and trying. Uh, I would say the third one was okay, but my favorite so far. I love part one, of course, because it's just guys of in the course. jungle, Schwarzenegger against a predator, yeah. and then the second one, Danny Glover and in the future yeah. and at Los Angeles. I'm like, this is great, you know. But then yeah. the other ones, they really tried. They tried to go superhero with it too. It was just so bad. But this one was literally about going back to basics, survival, mm. and and the fact oh, when you got a dog involved, you're you're like, is a dog going to make it?
2: Wow, they, it's like that's legend, all I'm almost, huh? Yes,
1: that's always thinking. You know. <laughs> so all right, so all right, but yes, I would recommend prey definitely. All okay, right. got, got it. All right. Number five, got it. <clears throat> Number five, Avatar. T-
2: a oh, no, I was I waiting. I heard it was good, it. man. I, I haven't heard nothing bad about it.
1: The ingenuity. Go see it in IMAX 3D as soon as you can.
0: Oh, it's okay. The IMAX record.
1: It is three hours. So just know that.
2: Pesante, can I tell you one thing only? What? That's the only film when I saw number one that when I got up, I had equilibrium and I almost fell off. But it was worth it, bro. I saw oh, okay. it on Shrooms, by the way.
1: Oh, well, okay. that oh, well, kind of yeah, I don't know if it was the Shrooms or oh, I don't know if it was... I don't, I don't recommend no, the I, Shrooms.
2: I, I, <laughs> okay, no, some people have told me that the, that that film. No, you know what? There's a guy, I just read about a guy that almost that had a heart attack, I believe, after he saw the film. And I've heard a lot of people that the equilibrium goes off because you're seeing it. It's almost like being in the metaverse and yeah. it really affects you. It's crazy. So I don't know if I was affected by the shrooms or actually the film itself, but continue, Ooh, Ramon, sorry. But this awesome. is
1: again... James Cameron, the director, he cares about the movie experience, okay? He cares about people coming to the yes. movies, right? And he put his all into this movie. It took 10 years to make this movie. So you go wow. in, you put on them 3D glasses, and you get consumed into this world. And, th- I mean, listen, the story is, is not very hard to figure out, right? Which is fine, he's the not... The colonizers again? The colonizers again? Yes, that's it! The colonizers back! <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but it's just it's like wow man i feel like i didn't waste my freaking money coming to the movies all right so and i think that it's just definitely worth your your money and worth your time it's three hours go rachel go go on a date or or frank go on a date and just sit and just watch the movie and enjoy go early in the day ramon, so that you're not leaving too ramon
2: late. Can, ramon can rachel take the kids no It's too long.
0: Three hours? Are you out of your mind? No,
2: but I mean, you know, I don't know. Maybe they could fly in there and feel like they're in the middle. But if it's not for kids, it's not for kids. And
1: it's not that it's not for kids because of that. It's just kids, you know, it's a three-hour movie. You know, it's like, you know, I mean, this is a movie for an adult movie experience where you're like, wow, that looked amazing. That looked incredibly real. And then you also see hints, little hints and inspirations of Terminator 2. Aliens, Titanic—you see all no that in there. way! Yes, yes, yeah. You see all the so, things that says James Cameron in
2: there.
0: Those so are Ramon, treats. Those You were, those a, are you, gifts. You,
2: were you, you were happy after you saw the after the, obviously the first one. The second one didn't disappoint you. At no, all. no, not at all. Not at all. Okay. Interesting. Worth your time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, wow. that's good to know. All right. That's good to
1: so know. On, a couple honorable mentions. We won't spend as much time. Uh, triangle of sadness. Holy crap. It's just another movie about, you know, um social class and it's just really crazy. Just rich people on a boat and just seeing them like billionaires on a boat just completely getting like the shit kicked out of them which I loved. Right? And then Come they- on. this <laughs> gave
2: me Titanic vibes.
1: Well listen, so I'm going to I'm going to spoil <laughs> this cuz I think it's great, okay? Um yeah. the 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 boat sinks. Oh, it doesn't sink right. actually. It gets Pirates come and take over the boat, right? Oh, And so then, bad. so basically, the the people, one of the people that would clean in the bottom of the boat, where well, she was this Asian woman, that she was just older Asian woman. She cleans the bottom of the boat, right? She survives and goes on the island along with the billionaires. But the billionaires and rich people don't know how to survive on a on an island. So the little Asian woman is the provider, and they're like, well, they try to tell her what to do. And they try to what? say, and she's like, do you know how to cook? Do you know how to fish? <laughs> and they're like, I'm number one in here. And- I <laughs> love it. And <laughs> ha- yeah. <clears throat> that movie stuck with me. You can watch it at home. It doesn't have to be in the movies, but just seeing disgusting billionaires get the way they get it. It's just amazing. Uh, another movie, Woman King.
2: Good film Woman. Ooh, good film them. yeah, I, yeah, I, well, I, yeah. Saw, I saw the trailer yeah Woman. is this a or like a black is this a black panther no 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 this no? is
1: completely something that's based on true events uh yeah, I saw that. and okay. it's based around the times of when African tribes were capturing their fellow Africans and trading them off to the colonizers so uh mm. it's it goes into that uh I know there's been some um inaccuracies about, you know, the stories. Uh so I think that, you know, go in, don't go in you expecting. Of course it's based on some of the events that happened, of course, being, you know, but go in with a blind eye, just a bunch of badass black women just kicking the shit out of dudes.
2: I loved it. Mm. Wow. Um So this was <clears throat> like, this was a I see that this was like a true story about a group of of African uh warriors yes. that actually really This happened. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: So, I I mean, it's just badass. Like, Rachel, you're going to go, you're going to just rip you know,
0: uh, you know,
2: you're going to come out of there you're gonna, like Bruce Lee. You're going to ah, want to
1: be. I'm scared.
0: I'm, gonna, yeah, I'm going to want to. You're going to want to
1: fight it, dude. But I think it was I worth might it. have to,
0: like, go axe throwing or something after I see that <laughs> film, uh, which I hear is a thing. I hear people go axe throwing now.
1: Uh, OK, so. but let's move quick. Uh, last one. My honorable mentions is Bodies, Bodies, Bodies with Pete Davidson. Word. Bodies, Bodies, Bodies is basically the epitome of Gen Z. It's a horror. It's like supposed to be horror, who done it? Someone dies, and it's just a bunch of Gen Zers in a mansion with cell phone lights, trying to. uh, But it's not even the the plot that gets you. It's the way they are talking, and it's the way they are like, "You're silencing me. You're gaslighting me." It's just the (laughs) perfect epitome. Wow! It sounds like the new kids nowadays. Yes, it is. That's why I love it because it's like, and so I took my, I took my wife cuz she works with kids i'm not saying where like te- like college kids right and she's she was disgusted not because she hated the film because she hated these kids cuz they sound ch- <laughs> just like <laughs> <laughs> so when an you accurate hear, depiction oh my it's an accurate <laughs> depiction of gen z and everything wrong with gen z I'm not saying. So this is about some soft ass kids,
2: right? Some soft ass kids in a mansion. Oh my god! Some emo kid. Okay, got it. Watch it at home.
1: It's it's hilarious. Uh, It's it's just it's nuts. It's not that long, but it's like a good horror whodunit. But it's like really about how it got done, and 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 just how these kids are just completely so misguided and it's crazy um all right wow. so let's
2: get another world
1: that's my list that's uh uh wow. picks of what happened Ooh. in 22 which i you know again it wasn't a great year in movies but i was able to weed out and find stuff that really stuck with me listen i love marvel great. i went to all the marvel movies i've seen better marvel movies uh in the past so they didn't none of them mm. made my list but you never
0: wow. know maybe next year they'll make my list and that's great That was amazing. What a recap of 2022. I feel like such a slacker. Like, I haven't gone to the movies enough because this is all great. And your perspective is so interesting in breaking down the different elements that you liked from each film and what we should be doing. I mean, you gave us a lot of gems here, Ramon Pesante, mm. for the first uh, episode or first segment of Pesante's Picks. That was My freaking Lord. amazing. Thank Jesus you. Jesus
2: Christ. L-
0: listen, it's, it's,
1: just, it's just about, you know, it's about the, the, the making the possible possible and dreaming, and that's what movies are, you know? And that's what all I want to do is just dream and imagine and have a good time when I'm doing it. And I believe there's still movies out there that care about how we experience that. You know what I mean? And how hmm. you know, and how we we view it. And I just hope that you know people keep going to the movies. Don't give up on movies. You know, because I think people right. are. You know, I think they are. They're resorting to TikTok. So um, it's scary. No, Th- there's nothing wrong with TikTok, but it's just like separate it. It
0: doesn't have to be right. TikTok or the
1: movies. You know what I mean? Cinema it, people. Yes. It's like.
0: Cinema! There's yeah. nothing like that in the world. Okay, I have a bold question to ask right now. This was so fantastic. Would you come back and tell us about the films that we need to be on the lookout for in 2023 for another Ooh. installment yeah, of PSWs? Yeah, Best yeah, yeah. We, yeah totally. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. We please? can, um, yes. I, mean, Pretty please? I already have I stuff mama. in mind. I already have movies in oh, mind that I'm excited about. No. I
1: can't wait. Of course you do. Of course you do. Mamacita.
0: So this sounds like a recurring thing. Pesantes picks sounds very appealing to me. Mm. Uh, I love the alliteration in the in the phrase, and I just love what you bring to it. Wow, Ramon Pesante! Can we please put our hands together one time for the amazing Ramon Pesante and Pesantes? Yeah, thank you,
1: thank you, thank you so much. Thank gee, you so gee, much. Yeah, Ramon, tell
0: everybody where to follow you because you also oh. put some interesting stuff on social and you also have a film yourself yes, that you uh, made. Yeah. Uh, so you yeah, made it's, a film.
1: Yes. Uh, We're you know, so it's, proud of you. Ra- thank you. Ramon underscore Passante. And, you know, I have a film called Playing Sam coming out um, by, about a Latina uh, Latina actress that's finding her voice and is trying to break out of the stereotype of what a what they think a latina should be and she's just trying to be herself and how she achieves yeah. that. So yeah
2: yeah, you Roman, can you can, can you fill us in real quick how was it shooting the movie, you know, what obstacles you went through because you know, yeah. uh shooting films for us, we go through a lot of obstacles and um and the people that starred in, I know Mark Raines and and also. So just tell us really quick how that experience was for you.
1: So yeah, uh in short, the experience was uh very um it was a very inventive, very collaborative experience. I knew I couldn't afford to make, you know, your basic film, high concept genre film. So I had to really just use what I had and that included uh, collaborating with my actors. Uh, So instead of me asking an actor to act like this and be like that, I had to basically, every actor that I used, I had to basically go, I need you to just be yourself and bring who you are to the table. And I think because I had to do that, it saved me a lot of time. And as I'm Mm. working with these certain actors that I'm friends with, that I know with, that I admire, I made sure that what they brought to the table fit into the story versus your basic, because I only had a, a small budget, I'm like, okay, look, I'm trying to make a feature film in five days, so in those five days, we are going to be running through uh, uh, scenes abnormally fast, but we're not going to, I'm not going to ask you to stick to a p- specific script. I have a big, here's your beginning, middle and end, and we're going to improv and we're going to get through this scene together. And then, I'm, so that took, that was five days shoot, but because everything was improv, I'm in edit for a year Crafting what they're oh, saying. Wow. I had two, I had two wow. cameras. So I always had two cameras on. And I always so I had to always make sure that I can restructure some of this dialogue and restructure restructured the film twice until I finally got it to oh now this makes sense. So it was a very wow. explorative experience. Um it was very risky. It's still a risk, you know. I invest- I invested mm-hmm. my own money into it, but wow. uh, I like to say that it's a film. That's standing out from the other Latino films is which I was really was really hoping to do. And that's probably the thing I'm most proud of that it stands out. I think other Latino films, of course, are great, but I wanted to make something that when people see it, they go, Ramon made this. And I think nice. that I was able to do
0: that. Love that. Yeah. Yes, people, Ramon pesante. A name you should know if you don't know already. Thank you. That's so awesome. Ramon, thanks for coming on Latinos Out Loud. You're such a good friend. You're such a good talent. I cannot wait for your 2023 pesante picks. So stay tuned on that, people. Thank you, Ramon.
1: Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Love you guys. Appreciate you. All right.